How do you become a confident and masterful coach? If you are a new coach, this is probably one of the number one things that you are worried about and wondering about. So I am going to answer that question in today's episode. So a lot of new coaches don't really want clients. They say they want clients because they want to have a successful business, but they are very afraid of actually getting clients because they are unsure if they're going to be able to help their clients get results. And they don't really feel confident in how to coach their clients. Okay. Does that sound like you? (laughs) Um, and they, a, a big trap that I see a lot of new coaches, especially get stuck in is continuing to learn more and more coaching skills or techniques or doing different courses and classes in hopes that this is going to help build their confidence as a coach. They think when they find the right technique, um, that they will no longer doubt their skills and they will feel confident and feel ready to get out there and start coaching people. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Check in with yourself. So, I want to talk about the things that I have found through my experience of being a coach for the past 10 years, plus working with hundreds of other coaches, helping them start and build successful coaching businesses. What are really truly the keys to building your confidence as a coach and building your skills as a coach? Okay. The number one thing I want you to know is that you need to get out there and start working with people. So we can read about being a good coach. We can take tons of courses about being a good coach, but until you get out there and you actually start coaching and getting experience doing it, you don't really know how to do it. You don't really know what it's like. Um, You haven't gotten the practice to build those skills. So learning about something and passively reading about something or consuming information about something is very different than going out there and doing it. Okay. We only learn through doing it. And I can think back to when I became a chiropractor, I had a lot of education, a lot of time learning about how to do chiropractic. And then they're like, go out there and start working with with patients in a student clinic first, but I was like, what? Like, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm doing. And it, I felt really scared. And the only way that I built up my skills and my confidence of doing chiropractic was by getting out there and working with patients. So anytime you're new at something, you aren't, you don't have the competence. You haven't filled up. You haven't created the skills because you don't have the experience to feel totally confident in it yet. So the only way to build your confidence is by going out there and doing it. And I highly recommend starting working with people one-to-one and helping people personally through transformation, because this is how you are going to best build up your skills. And this is why we want to work with people one-to-one first, before we would look at doing any other sort of offer because we will learn the most by personally walking someone through that experience, seeing what's working, what's not working, and really being able to build our coaching skills through that process. Okay. So I want you to think about this too. Like if it comes to like 
think about like riding a bike or something too. Like you could read about riding a bike all day long. You could read about how you balance. You could watch a bunch of videos and watch a bunch of other people do it. But until you actually do it, you don't, you have really no idea what it's like, right? Like you just got to do it. And then you're like, oh, I get it. That's how it works. And that's how it works for a lot of coaches. They have a lot of hesitation, a lot of fear around it. And then they go and start doing it. And they're like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that challenging. It's just like having conversation with someone and I'm actually really good at it and I enjoy it. So get out there, start doing it. Um, if you really have a lot of fear around it, start working with some people one-to-one, just get that experience that will build up your competence, which builds up your confidence, which will make it much easier to start charging money for your services because you have that confidence. Okay. So the other thing that really helps is that you really embody what it is that you're teaching and telling other people to do. So you want to be the change you want to see in the world, right? We want to be an example of what is possible. This does not mean being perfect because none of us are perfect, but you want to do the things that you would tell other people to do as much as possible. You need to, I often think about this a lot of times when I'm coaching other people, I'm like, Ooh, like whatever it is I'm telling you to do, like, am I doing that myself? Do I need to be doing it more? Just really checking in with myself and really embracing the things that I teach other people to do or tell them to do. Once again, I am not perfect. I have my things I am always working on as well, but doing this as much as possible and always checking in with myself, where can I be doing this more, right? Because this helps build confidence and it helps us live what it is we're teaching other people to do so that we can speak from experience as opposed to like just learning something in a book never doing it myself, and then just repeating that information to someone else. That's very different than speaking from my own personal experience, right? So the more you can embody what it is that you want to help other people with, and this is where the most powerful place to teach and coach from is from having embodied something ourselves, having gone through the transformation, having done these different things, and then sharing that and teaching that to other people, right? That's why having that wisdom, that experience is so powerful and is way more powerful than anything that you learn from a book. So the more that you can actually embody something and do it yourself and practice it in your life, that is going to make you a better, more powerful, more masterful coach. Okay. Um, the other thing is doing your own coaching technique, all right? Like I've done a bunch of different coaching programs. They all teach like their specific technique. And I find that we are all meant to coach people in our own unique way, okay? So you may pick and choose different pieces that you've learned in different techniques that you like and that resonate and that you find work well for you, but leave the stuff that doesn't work for you. And don't feel like you need to perfectly follow someone else's technique when it comes to coaching. Cause I find for a lot of people, this just makes you overthink things. It doesn't make you actually present with the client, um, and can end up being a disservice to you and the people you're working with. 
And this also goes to having your own coaching program so that the way and the process that you're working with people and the different things that you walk them through are specific to you, your experience, what you've learned, what you resonate with, as opposed to once again, following what someone else has done. We are meant to work with people in our own unique way, as far as the process that we walk people through the different things that we teach people and the coaching technique or way that we work with people. It's all very individualized to ourselves. So don't try to fit yourself into someone else's box. Allow what you do to be your own unique presentation, okay, of of how to do things. And the next thing is just really being present with people, with whoever you're working with. The more present you are, the better coach you will be. And this is why you want to focus on the person in front of you instead of being all up in your own head about, am I doing this right? What is this person thinking of me? Um, Are they going to get results? What if I mess up? What if I don't know what to say? That is going to keep you from being present. And it's making you think about yourself and being focused on you instead of the person in front of you. So give your full attention and presence to the person in front of you. And that alone is a huge key to being a really masterful coach, okay? Because our intuition lives in the present moment. And when you're really listening to someone and present with them, you will be able to speak from that intuitive place, which is where our power lies, okay? Um, the other thing is there's kind of like, let's say four different things that I think when it comes to being a good coach, um, that we want to be sharing with someone. Okay. So the first piece is making them aware of what is going on for them or what is keeping them stuck or the situation that's going on so that they can kind of see it outside of their perspective The second one is it can be very helpful to share examples and stories, whether they're your own or from other clients, um, if you're trying to help them see something. Um, And the next thing is you want to support your client in in making decisions. You don't make the decisions for them, but you can be there and support them through the process and give them some feedback. And then the next piece is really around action. So helping our clients take, come up with an action plan and take the actions that are going to help them move towards whatever goal it is that you are supporting them with. Okay. So awareness, examples and stories, support in making decisions and action action plan. Cause that's how we get results. Okay. Those are kind of like the big things that I find. And I always think like, if I'm helping someone or coaching someone, these are the things I'm helping them with, or kind of like the process, not being afraid of giving someone some tough love or calling them out on the things that are keeping them stuck. Our clients are hiring us to help them reach a goal. Our job is help my client reach this goal. That means not just agreeing with them, being their best friend, being like, go, go, you're doing great, whatever. Like we want to 
call them out on the things that are keeping them stuck too, or make them aware of it. And you can do this from a place of love. You can do it very nicely. But if your client is coming to you each week and they're like, oh, I didn't do what we talked about because of blah, 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 blah. You want to show them like, hey, if you keep doing, if you keep getting stuck in your excuses and not doing the things that we talk about or the action steps that we decided on together, you're not going to get the results. How can I help you? What is keeping you stuck? Like get curious about it, help them, give them a little tough love, call them out on the things, um, do it from a place of love. But this is going to be very helpful and actually help people get results as opposed to just enabling their excuses, okay? Or their habits or patterns that are keeping them stuck. As a coach, it's our job to help them get unstuck. And you're, even if you do point them out and you help and you show them what's, you know, getting them stuck, they may decide that they don't want to take action or they're not ready and whatever. That's fine. At least you've made them aware of it and have been, have shown up and said like, Hey, can I help you with this? Or, Hey, like, do you recognize that you're not moving forward with this? Or you're allowing these excuses to keep you stuck. You want to make them aware. Okay. And then the last piece is getting testimonials and feedback from your clients, because this is very helpful in helping you recognize like how big of an impact that your coaching is having. And also asking for feedback if there's anything you could be doing different or that would be more helpful. So I find both of those things incredibly helpful when it comes to reminding me of the results that people get and how powerful the coaching is. And once again, like seeing, is there anything I could be doing differently that would be more helpful to my clients and getting that feedback? So these are the things that I find really leads to building your confidence and your skills as a coach. And I'd love to hear from you. Did you find this helpful? Is there anything, any of these steps that you really find that you need to work on or embrace a bit more to help you build up that confidence and your skills? Let me know in the comments. And I want to thank you so much for joining me in this week's video. I will see you next time.